Hey everyone, this is Brian Jump. Thanks so much for tuning into this podcast episode. This one's very special. Um, this is with a former trainer of mine and and co-worker Jesse Chavarin. Um, I've known Jesse for over two decades. We trained him. Phenomenal tech, very patient, great demeanor. Um, he he's still practicing. Uh, he's probably been doing PDR for over 25 years. He's also uh, a very, very popular uh, house DJ in the LA scene. So that's kind of his passion. So when he's not pushing dance, he's spinning wax. Um, he, uh, he did a lot of training for us. As I mentioned, he did sales. Um, the, in this episode, you're going to hear him talk about pushing dance on, on a $25 million Ferrari. Um, and there's a, I, I don't even want to spoil it. I'm not going to do a spoiler, but there's a nice little plot twist in that story um we'll talk about when a good friend of his and former uh trainer uh took some of my students when we were doing training out in florida and wrapped up shop early to go watch the space shuttle uh without permission of course from me um and, and a lot a lot more so it's just it's, it's just a great episode jesse touches on a lot of things like mobile versus uh shops and and it, we had a couple of technical difficulties because he didn't have a laptop at his uh, um, disposal. So what he did was he, uh, um, when he when he get phone calls on his cell phone during the, the the stream, it would knock us off. So we had to kind of reconnect like a couple times. So you'll notice some edits. I apologize, but that's why. So other than that, without further ado, here's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll let you know we're good. Recording. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a very special guest, near and dear to my heart. Not just some bloke from across the pond or something. This is somebody special, somebody who I've known for a minute or two, I think. Um, yeah, say the least. Maybe, <laughs> right, right. We're we're a little grayer than we were back when we first crossed paths initially. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, I got Jesse Chavarin. Uh, is is it fix a dent? Uh, no, dent nine one one. Dent nine one one. That's there we correct. go. Glad I asked. Yeah. Is Fix It in Sharif? Fix It in Sharif, correct. Okay. All right. Well, we just gave him a, a little a a nice little plug. That we you know, it would have been funny to dial him in and get him on her too. But oh, uh, you know, we're gonna have to do it another time. That that'd be another time. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, so a little backstory about Jesse. Him and I used to work together. I mean, back in 2000, Brian. 2000, 2000, I was going to say late 90s. Yeah. 2000, and then for what, at least what, was it 10 years or how long? Yeah, at least. I mean, it probably exceeded that. I mean, you know, because I would leave and then come back and and train with you again, you know, to help out. It was so, yeah, we we had a a pretty long professional relationship as as well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um, So so tell people, tell us about Dense 911. And then we'll work our way back to uh, the humble origins. Sure, sure. Um, well, uh, we're located here in uh, Southern California. Um, been doing business for probably over uh, ten years now as Dense Nine One One. You know, currently, you know, I'm just doing any, anything that basically most of the normal techs do out there. I got accounts and body shops. Uh, have a few dealers that I still kind of work with. Um, you know, I got other things that I, I got my, my head into too, like U-Haul accounts, 
um, just different things that, you know, wherever pe people need fleet type of work, then I'm, I'm in there. So along right. with my private retail customers who also help feed. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Very cool. And are, are you solo, 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 uh, operator? Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. Just a one man show at this point, uh, still looking for good techs out there. If there's anybody mm -hmm. interested, who's got, you know, uh, it's got experience and is able to provide like good quality service. But, um, aside from that, still a one man show, um, yeah. been like that and had a couple guys come in and out and you know, how that goes, they train, they, they get decent and they go off and start their own thing. So I, I got bad. off the record. I've got well on the record. I got a guy that for, would probably be good for you and him to do retail. He's awesome. really good. Um, he's out of the IE, but he doesn't mind driving. Okay. But if you get some fat jobs where it makes sense, you know, for him to come out, you know, six, seven, eight hundred and up, yes. um, I'll give you his contact info. He's, I mean, right now, local time, it's almost 6 p.m. He's still finishing up a job. It's about a G and he's awesome. been here. It, this thing's a, cr a crasher, you know, so wow. he's, yeah, maybe you could use him, you know. Okay, not, cool. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll definitely so, get that info after the show. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, all right, so Dense 911. You're doing wholesale, you're doing retail, you're doing hybrid accounts, that kind of thing. For those, you're just getting to know Jesse right now, but Jesse is very charismatic. He he is a people person. He likes people. Um, he is a great point man. Um, and that's why, I mean, you know, he, you could do pretty much whatever you want to do this business. I, I get the feeling you've got other things going on in your life, which we'll, we'll touch on. Right. Um, but like you said, you you. I don't want to say you're simple, but yet, I mean, you travel. I, I watch your Facebook page. You're down in Mexico. I mean, you, you look like you got a tan right now going on, <laughs> you know? So, so it's, I mean, you, you live, you seem to live a pretty good life. We haven't talked, we, we touched base. It was funny. Um, you sent me a text uh, a week or two ago, right? And it was prompting me to. <laughs> you're going to bring a tear to my eye right now, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We, we, we need to kind of dim the lights. Um, <laughs> right. you know there was a death in the family unfortunately that's right yeah you should have a little funeral but uh anybody that's a tech will understand this this uh this dialogue this narrative but jesse's i don't know if it was your favorite but one of your favorite tools took a dirt nap yeah yeah it, it was i mean that's the one that's been with me since the beginning of all this stuff i mean got it from superior you know, yeah. you yeah. probably made it. Either you or Brad either made it. You yeah, know, one of the two of us for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, it was it was really dear to me, and you know that thing was was with me everywhere. When we went to go travel, hail, you know, been to the East Coast with me quite a few times. Um, man, I just that was that was one of the ones right there. <laughs> so yeah. When it's it snapped on me, I, I I went to my knees a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little moment of silence. The fact uh, that you sent a picture to me, I, I'm really glad you did. That was that was awesome. There's a picture <laughs> of the tool, and then the broke off tip about maybe five six inches. Yeah. And but you know, it's happened to all of us. Tony, um, myself, my brother. You know, I we'll all talk about that tool. That you know, I mean, sometimes like like with what you had, I had one like that happen, and I just. I cut it off and cleaned it and then, you know, reintroduced it as, you know, favorite tool. tool. Yeah. 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 You know, and I, it's been in my mind. So it stays in my, my tool case right now. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely not going to send her off 
<laughs> without getting now, a fight. <laughs> now, now, if you don't have to. It's funny how some certain batches of metal, I mean, how many years did that thing last you? I mean, what have I been doing PDR for 24 years now? So about 24 quarter years. Century. Now. Yeah. Quarter century yeah. being bent. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not just you were just pushing dents with it. Oh, uh, no. I bent the crap out of that tool. That's, see, that's what people yeah. don't understand unless you're a tech. That tool would have probably lasted, outlasted us. Correct. But it's because we changed the contours, right, to get into the quarter panel, fender, get the right arc that – it's a constant bending back and forth that weakens it. And then eventually it, it's going to snap you know. on you. Yeah. And I mean, and needless to say, I took on a little something, a little more than I thought I could chew. And I was working on the, uh, like the bed of, uh, I think it was a Tundra. And I had this weird access point. I mean, it was wide open, but I literally had a two by four in there trying to give me a little bit of leverage. You go on the bottom. You're going from the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm 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 using the two by four for leverage, and I'm cranking with literally with one foot and one hand on the tool just to get this big old crease out of there, and it ended up snapping on me. So and it let go at that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I was cranking on that thing <laughs> with yeah. your foot on it. <laughs> but yeah. it was it, it was fun, and you know, like I said, man, it, it went out making me money. So can't be too mad about it no no it yeah. could have been worse i mean yeah it, it could have been worse yeah yeah, yeah that, that's that's nuts that, that's a yeah. funny story so, man and actually yeah. you know like what i, I got you on the line uh just got back from a job right now and this is going to be funny because i i should have probably charged a crap ton more um but i just got finished working i had to write it down because i'm not too familiar with it but it's a 365 gt gt nart spider Ferrari, yeah. Six, yeah. yeah, just worked on that today, and uh, you know, I just saw it and just kind of thinking, just going through my head, like, okay, you know, how am I going to attack these dents on it? Because access is going to be really weird. Obviously, we're not going to, you know, drill or do anything like that. So I was trying to figure out my axis, and when I walked out of there, it was just two little small dings. When I walked out of there, I only charged the guy like $230. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, we just get to talking because he's referred over from another customer of mine. Okay. And and he tells me what the worth is of this day. And I just just was like, oh, man, all right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I was like, that's going to be a fun story to tell Brian. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, I'd like I, I want to mute this mic and call you right now. But yeah, just, right. I'm sure. <laughs> but hey, you know, it's a lesson for everybody to learn right here. So. <laughs> right, right. Well, that and that's just the thing, right? As long as we're all learning and getting better, Correct. you know. Correct. Yeah, Ferrari. Holy moly. Yeah, and you know, it, it just didn't dawn on me, man. You know, it just yeah, no. it was just a run of the mill type Piece thing. I'm going, yeah, I'm going into you know just regular neighborhood in West Covina. I'm just like, eh. This guy's holding a, you know, $25 million car in his car, in his garage right there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yep. I, found, I looked it up after and did my homework and now I know what it's worth. So yeah. There right. you go. <laughs> yeah. And another yeah. little tear. Um, yeah. Did you, did you take any photos? Did you get any like, like nothing? No, huh? I, no. And, and I really, I thought about it, but it was just in a garage and it was like halfway covered up and. I mean, it's pristine condition. The thing was beautiful. I mean, I guess he's going. To, I don't know if you're familiar with the Mitchum auction in Arizona. 
but I guess he's going to take be taking it there like next week to put it on auction, and it's it's going up for sale. So he's going to be making a chunk. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yes. yeah. So, but it, just a cool story at, at very least, you know. That's priceless. <laughs> yeah, we did a jag like that that was going to Barrett Jackson, and it was an XKE, like a sixty-seven, sixty-eight, wow. and it was a family. The family, uh, the parents died or something. And the kids were like, okay, we don't want this hunk of junk. Let's sell it. It's worth like a hundred grand. Nothing like yours. And so I said, all right, look, do me a favor. If you're happy with the work, let's give me a little testimonial. And then send me a little video, if you could, if you wouldn't mind, of it crossing the block, right? So I built right. like this, like this little post, or, this is a while back, of the car crossing, you know, Barrett and selling the hammer drop and kind of thing, which was cool. And and then his testimonial, like on Google, whatever, you know, uh-oh. I think I lost you. Did your phone die? Oh, no, man. Editing time, guys. This is where we know we got to edit. See that dark spot right there? It says Jesse. Oh, man. All right. Well, um, hold on one second here. I'm going to text him, guys. Oh, that's a bummer. Phone died, question mark. Anywho, well, sometimes on-air talent has to carry the load. So, um, so yeah, so the Jaguar. Fucking Olivia. Oh, you there? I have audio. I just don't have video. Did your phone die? You heard it. There you are. You're back. There we go. All right. That's how we did it. Did your phone die? Yeah, we're we're good. We're good now. So that phone, no phone phone call came in and just uh, disrupted no worries, the whole no thing. Worries. Yeah. Hey man, you're a hustler. I don't no no, no hate. We'll, we'll get I back care. to them. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, so long uh, story longer. Talking about about crossing the block. Yeah, the car sold. Great post. It's too bad. You, you, and I get it. For those, a lot of people are in a situation like you and I, these old timers that have been doing this stuff for decades. A Ferrari, whatever. It's just a piece of metal. We're out there to hustle, get paid, put some money or a card in my hand. I gotta go, you Correct. know. But but that would have been kind of nice. You it would have been. Yeah. I don't and know. Let, let me ask you this, Brian, and I think it'd be good for all you know all all the people listening in uh, to know what would you probably have charged and would have thought was a fair price for something like that. I don't even know if I want to tell you because I, I I feel like I'm almost going to disrespect you by telling. You. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you this. I don't know if I've even worked on a car of that value. The, really? I think, yeah. I think the most expensive car, I worked on a car that raced at Le Mans, an old Jaguar, like a 56 or 58 XK 120. And it was only worth like four, only four or five million bucks. And, oh, yeah. Malcolm, <laughs> and he did this story with me in a similar kind of vein. I had pictures of the car at Le Mans, you know, and, we did this football size dent. And for that guy, honestly, this is what's this will this will kind of give you some retribution. Right. I was under a grand for that dent on a car that was worth four million dollars, a football size dent. Man. I should have charged three to four grand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you should have I shouldn't say should have. I would have tried to get about three to four hundred dollars a dent. It's probably what yeah. I would have tried to be. Yeah, and that, that was kind of my, my thought on it, too. I honestly thought about actually walking out with, like, five after I learned the value. You know, I was there for 
10 minutes, you know. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, wasn't and people people question know. that. They're like, yeah. wait a minute. I got yeah, this, but, even but, but that, that's, that's 24 years and like, 10 minutes, you know, so people right, don't understand right. that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. now, nah, hey, like I said, we all got to eat. You got a family to provide for. Correct. And, you know, like we all do. So, I don't. I don't question it, but yeah, I mean, I'd like to talk about pricing a little bit, but uh, I mean, we could uh, let's swing it in now. Why not? Well, then there's no reason we have to have a certain order, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. so are are do you are you using a paper invoice or are you using mobile tech? What what's your estimating process, Jess? Yeah, I'm still old school, Brian. Still using paper invoices. You know, uh, multiple copies on it, carbon copies. Um, you know, yep. got one right here. As a matter of fact, yep. you know, there it is. Next to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought about going digital, but like I said, I'm not, when it boils down to it, I'm not super tech savvy unless I'm super really interested into something like, you know, about me and my music and things like that. You know, that's when wow. I'll dig into things. But um, yeah, just keeping it old school with, with uh, paper invoices. Um, I'm sure you're probably wondering like what my base salary would be just to go out and take care of a little ding or something like that. Um, um, I mean, yeah, if you want to disclose, sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't mind. Like I, I started off at like $135, which back in when, when we started off, I think it was like $75. So probably, inflation, yeah, you know, inflation with all that, I, I think my base is 135 just to come out and, yeah. and put my tool down, you know, yeah. and then just kind of rides up from there. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, and then it, it's kind of increased with the body shops too, you know, back Good. when we used to be able to charge, you know. 65 a panel or whatever the case was it's that's yeah long gone you know long now I'm, I'm i'm really just charging like um how much time and effort i'm gonna need to put into each dent you know yes. so yeah so it, you know I, as far as pricing i think what we used to do is kind of long gone <laughs> but, yeah yeah i agree i agree but you know there's a lot of guys out there still that are still charging the old ways and you know unfortunately that's the competition still i know i know yeah. like i said i don't it's frustrating but at the same point my brother's one of those my brother still pushes uh -huh. and that's and, cool yeah but it's just it, it's frustrating to me because like i could you were good tech back in the day when you work with me i can only imagine how exemplary your your work is now Thank kevin's you. a decent tech but like he was doing a hail car for a body shop out in like San Bernardino or something, Jess. Okay. And it was like 150 or 200 bucks. And he was there like seven or eight hours. Wait, wait, just wait. Like, you're saying that he charged 150 to 200 bucks? That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, I'm a Kevin, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's more to the story, which I, I, I won't, I won't share on air, but right. it, it, it would allow him to survive by doing that. But regardless, and like I said, at the end of the day, him, you, me, the, the rest of the PDR world, we all got to eat. We got to put food on the table. Correct. But man, it's like, yeah. come on. That dealer was getting over on him so hard, you know? Yeah. And they, they used to try to try to do that to us, the dealers. You know, we would we would have to just give them examples of what a, a normal uh, hail car is going to be written up as. Right. And we have to also tell them, hey. Get your insurance involved if this is the case. <laughs> right. Right. You know? So, so we, we had to do a little bit of education for our dealers because people in Southern California, they don't know how to deal with hail. They have no know? idea. Yeah, no idea. 
So, you know, we, we it, luckily we were able to educate and in turn it, it helped, you know, benefit us financially as well. So that was kind of right. a, a good turn turnout. Yeah. Mm. So, so pricing wise, I'm like you, I use a three, I use a two part NCR and we also do that for our dealers and I don't do a lot of body shop stuff. Um, but even for our customers, we use software if we have to, or, or I have a price chart. I do have mobile tech RX. I kind of, for the right time, the right situation. Um, but I like paper. I like the old school way. I like to put something tangible in somebody's hand. Yeah. Um, and there's pros and cons to that, Jess. Correct. Um, and I have an idea, but I'll say this on air. Um, if you have time and interest, the second part probably being, you'd make the time if you had the interest, I think. That's correct. I, have you heard of uh, Beach City's PDR in Huntington Beach? Yeah, of course. Do you know Jeff McGill or no? I do not. I just uh, okay. have run across them. I, I might have ran into him a couple of times. He's been around. He's a yeah. he's an old timer like us. Right. So if you got time, we should both cruise over there because he okay. on his phone he'll use Mobile Tech RX. He doesn't use paper like you and I. Okay. And his price, my prices are pretty. I'll tell. I'll give you an example here in a second. But his prices are like 30, 40% often higher than mine. And he closes about the same rate. And it's HBs. It's not like, you know, the demo is like, you know, it's not Beverly Hills, not Malibu. Right. right. You know, so it's like, okay, wait a minute. So there's there's something to learn from that. Um, you know, and, and whether it be that Ferrari, that $25 million Ferrari or, or whatever. <laughs> it could be a Prius you're going you're gonna to touch tomorrow. I don't know. but. Right. Winding it back, I tell customers I have a chart that I use. Let me see if I got it over here. It's like a laminated card. Instead of loading up, I like to get people kind of in and out quick. They like that. So do um, I. You know, I'm. And you're probably the same way. And, it, and it's as much them as it is me. I kind of want to get in and out quick too. So I got this little laminated card. Let me see if you can see it. Okay. And it's basically one of. It's you know it's it shows the prices and all the different factors and everything. And what I said, it says that I started 150, but I don't, you know, I find yeah. a reason to 200 bucks is like, if it's a pencil eraser, it's $200, you know, and I'm, I'm talking no aluminum, no body line, wow. lay down, you know? Yeah. 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 Now here's the thing. I, it comes down to time, Jesse. I don't want small dents because $200, believe it or not, we got this established shop here now. I actually kind of lose opportunity money on that. I would rather that that job go to one of the other guys that wants to do it for 125 bucks or 90, whatever. And then I get the big smashes. Like we had this cheap compass here that Jake just did for us, which I'll give him your info, vice versa. Basically a G we did a nice Bentley here today, which we don't do every day. Cucumber dent, 775, you know, um, what else came in? There was a couple others, but but I, I want the meaty four hundred to a thousand dollar range, you know. Do a couple of those a day versus yeah. these. If, even if that little pinner, it, you and I know it's probably a ten to thirty second dent, right? You know, good access, right? Right. But at the same time, if if that's going to push away another job, you know what I'm saying? It's just so I, I we I don't close. I close a lot of our bigger stuff. The mid size I close a, a decent amount, and the small stuff I'm probably like Jeff where him and i we're friends we, we share data like 30 35 40 percent you know right right because i'm not the cheap guy and sometimes people with those small dents they want the cheap guy not knowing what's 
in store for them down the road, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, and that, those are, those are great points. And you know, like I said, Brian. I mean, well, like I've always said, you know, I always aspire to learn all the pricing, like Mr. Jump over here, because you were the one that kind of taught us the business, man. I mean, you know, and yeah. and we just uh, we just kind of what it's been a good probably ten years since I've actually talked to you about any real business aside from Hale, maybe those couple of times. Yeah. You know? So th- these these talks are good for me. They kind of help give us value again to what we provide for these people because essentially we're just comparing these things to what body shops are still doing and i think a lot of the techs forget that out there they do they do and they just think they think about like and i get it they think about how easy it is and i could do that then and like you said you run in and out in 10 minutes or whatever and 225 dollars for 10 minutes that's damn good money i mean per hour that's you know that's 800 a thousand dollars an hour that's more than attorneys and doctors and blah 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 but if you could have got $800 for the 10 minutes work, I would have been happy. Maybe, <laughs> right. It would have been a better day. Yeah. So, and I, like I said, I don't profess to be, I mean, Jesse, I'm a student. I'm learning every day, even in my late fifties. And, you know, and Jeff's good. I, I would say he's even better in some ways, but the guy that I, I lean on is this guy named Paul Corden. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's, he's got a Facebook page. And I talk about him on our podcast quite a bit. Um, he's a, a, a remote friend. But that guy, if you check, it, it's, it's, it's not a membership or anything. You can just go log into Facebook and, you know, check out the Paul Corden pricing group, whatever the hell it is. Oh. And these, especially Paul, but some of the other guys, the money they're getting, it's pretty ex- exceptional. And they're using the software and they have a, system, a systematized process where, you know, it's access. It's all those factors we talked about, like on the chart here. You know, I mean, you know, there's so many different factors. Where is it? At? Here it is. You know, and you know, you, you know, them in the back of your head. You already. Right. But at the same point, you also know what you know your value is worth and what what you would like. If the guy, the Ferrari said, dude, I'll pay you 75 bucks. Would you have walked? Uh, I, I, you know, that probably. Yeah, I, yeah. I would have walked. For sure, yep. but I, 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 I probably I probably wouldn't have let it uh, walk though. You know, I would have given him good reasoning as to why he should pay. You would have tried to what, sell him, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, we all have a number where, like, the, I my self value, or you know, as long as we have money in the the bank, whatever, we're gonna walk on, right? You know, and and it's I mean, pricing. I I, I love to talk about it, Jesse, because it's. I, to your point about the rest of the market, there's so many guys, including my brother and, you know, that they just don't know. Even Tony, you know, he still doesn't know exactly what retail. He had a hail car from one of the Toyota stores. He called me back and says, hey, this guy's got hail in his hood. There's easily 200, 200 dents. He's like, I'm thinking, you know, 800 to 1,000 bucks. I'm like, Tony, is it aluminum? He's like, yeah. I go double that plus, right? Two $2,500. He's like, oh, wow. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, first of all, unless the guy uses the I word, which is insurance with hail, Correct. don't even just shove it on down the road because nobody's going to pay the money. You know, they can't afford it or they've already spent their insurance check or whatever. But if it, if it is insurance and it's a fresh claim that, yeah, bring it on. You've done hail. I've done hail. We don't want any, you know, customer pay hail jobs because people Correct. don't know. It's not like gas and milk where they know what the price should be. They think right. dents are nineteen ninety prices. Where oh yeah, they're gonna take all the dents out of my car for five hundred bucks or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah and so, I think I think what I would have done in, in that case, um, 
as I probably would have found out what the value was of, you know, the hood getting repainted, getting the blend time on it, and then just knocked it down a couple hundred bucks under it and said, hey, you know what? I'm saving you time and this thing's going to glass out once I'm done with it. And, you know, and you're just going to get this thing on the same day, you know, so why not pay that extra that that money and just pay a couple hundred bucks under now that's me also kind of learning how to haggle with the insurance companies too so that kind of falls off from there because the the insurance companies they like to kick hoods i don't know if you saw that a lot when you were out doing hail Um, but they they like to kick hoods. they'd rather just kick those all day long the body shops love them it's easy money for them you know but um if 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 i can take the panel make it look beautiful and just get a shy of a, of a couple hundred dollars of what it would be to do all that to it, then right. I'd rather take the money and put it in my pocket. Oh, of course, of yeah. course. As long as you don't mind, as long as it's not going to break your wrist. I mean, Correct. certain. Correct. Uh, you ever do an F two fifty aluminum hood? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't beat. Okay, good. Ah oh, man, not again. Okay, guys, technical difficulties. Um, let's see. What can I tell you about Jesse? He's a DJ, which he'll talk about. Oh, hold on one second here. What's going on, Hunt? I'm doing a podcast right now. Um, I think they're going to bring it home. Call call her or Hayden and see if they're going to bring something home. They're at an Italian restaurant or something. Okay. All right. Bye. Sorry, guys. We're doing this podcast during business hours, so. Anyway, hopefully we get Jesse back. Um, He's got the code, so hopefully get back. But yeah, he's a DJ. Um, That's like his passion outside of doing dents. And so he, he, um, him and his either wife or girlfriend, they live a pretty, pretty up. I'm getting a text from Jesse right now. Let's see who says this time will not let me get back in. Ah, crap. All right. So what we got to probably do guys is we got to probably do, we have to do a little splicey splicey. All right, so you're going to see a little jump in this. I'm going to pause this, give him a new code, and we'll continue on, hopefully, with this. Unless something is going on. Let's see here. In recording. Awesome. Damn. That was something. Yeah. What a technical difficulty. Thanks for your, for hanging on. No, no problem. Buddy. Anyway, I can't remember where we were even at. We were talking about pricing, and then... Uh, I remember we left off on something with hail and hail. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we were All right. Talking we can about cost of the hood. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. You were talking about, and, and that's, I mean, I've done quite a bit of hail. It sounds like you've done it your fair share too. I mean, often I can price over what a, a, a hood replacement paint blend within reason, you know, like for a rail, I can get like for the right, the right adjuster, right insurance. Not like Kemper Infinity, but you know, like um, State Farm Farmers AAA, one of the top tier. I mean, we can get twelve, fourteen, sixteen hundred dollars for a rail, 
you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely possible. Um, you know, did you find yourself actually negotiating quite a bit uh, with the adjusters or was it? Not too. After you do one or two, like if we did like a site, like I was in Davenport, Cedar Rapids recently, like a couple years back. And once you do a couple of estimates for these guys, they come out, they pretty much just carte blanche it. Here it is, you know? Right. So it's a matter of trust and you just, they don't want you to get over on them. Um is, and there's a percentage. I think as long as you're within that percentage, Jesse, of the expectation, they, they've got so many claims to write that day. They're just like, you know, have a nice day. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and I guess that just really depends on where where you're doing the work, too, because, I mean, we, we would find that it was easier to deal with some adjusters um, like in certain areas like um, – Philly was pretty easy to deal with them, but when we were in Boston, they were a little bit harder to deal with. Yeah. So, so you know, I guess it's just as frequent as they get hail, and they just they they're just used to dealing with checks all day. You know, and people trying to rip them off. I guess too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. get it, especially yeah. Boston. I mean, everything in Boston seems pretty pretty brutal. But yeah. I mean, I like. But don't get me wrong, I like Boston. But uh, I, I love Boston actually. Boston and Philly are probably two of my favorite. East Coast cities. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever been to Philly, but I've been to Boston a handful of times and I like it. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah, that's for awesome. sure. For sure. All right. Let me look at my notes here. So thanks. Like I said, thanks for popping back on. So, all right. So let, let's, let's talk about Sharif. So Sharif, um, did you, did you introduce Sharif to me or did he come to somebody else when he worked with, with us? The, so the, Sharif the came from Ernie, Ernie Escobedo. Okay. Right. Yeah. So uh, we've known Ernie. We knew Ernie back in uh, high school. Um, and I believe the way it worked out was Ernie was already working with you. Yeah. And um, and uh, he had told Sharif about it. We told both of us about it. But I was in in the banking industry at the time, just, you know, doing new accounts and uh, and. I think Sharif had gone over to work with you and after Sharif doing it for about four months, uh, he had told me about it and I was like, well, okay. let's give it a shot. Yeah. 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 So the, a, a funny story about Sharif and there's probably more than one, I'm but because sure. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a, he's a, Sharif's a good, let me just preface this and you add on it where needed. I think Shreve's a great guy. He's got a good demeanor. He's got a good heart. Um, fun to be around. Usually positive. Almost seems seems to always have a smile on his face. You know, Most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I, yeah. What am I and, and and he, you know, I mean, he, he definitely was was you know the character, uh, and still somewhat is. But you know, Sharif's done a lot of maturing since the last, you know, right. 20 years ago and stuff well, you would like hope that. right yeah, yeah yeah so you know he's still got a little bit of that playful kid in him sometimes but you got to bring it out of him nowadays that's good and he's married yeah. right yeah. what's that he's married right no no not yet nice. i think he's still working on it still working on it. in progress yeah. all right yeah. all right all right yeah. i mean that's a good thing all right so so you did training with us you were excellent trainer high marks people loved you when you would train students um a lot of the training you did was over by the auction, right? Up up off of Tustin? Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to say that's where um, 
we really first started doing it. Um, and then, you know, we went through our different phases of different places like Laguna Beach. That was amazing. Loved doing yeah. that. Yeah, that was cool. And that was just fun, you know. <laughs> I got to make a little money. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. across the street from the ocean. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, that was can't awesome. do much worse than that. Yeah. yeah so we, but, so Sharif, when he came to, when you came in, Sharif probably still wasn't. It took him a while to get good. Correct. If you don't mind me saying, he, I don't think he even think he'd mind. At least back in the day, wouldn't he? Right. Was a slow slow learner it took him it took his tea a little while to boil right. um so so there was a time so we had him train because he knew it and he could demonstrate it he could fake his way to about half two-thirds of a dent right. and then you know things might kind of fall off the the wall humpty dumpty style but right so we had him i flew him out to orlando i don't know if you remember the story or heard it i think you did but um a big pretty big group like four or five people Okay. And we're we're training out of a body shop in a suburb of Orlando called Pine Castle. And, I do remember Pine Castle days, yeah. Okay. So Jesse, oh not Jesse, um Sharif's there, Jesse, and it just so happens, coincidentally, in a bad way. Um, I mean not it actually worked out, but I was I lost my I lost my marbles on this one, but the space shuttle was launching that week, you know, in uh, Cape Canaveral, which isn't too far, apparently, from Orlando and, and Pine Castle. So Jesse said, you know what? Let's let's have a field trip, students. So they all loaded up. Yeah. Yeah. And I kid it. You know, I, you know, actually, how do I not know this story? I thought you knew it. He knows that that's pretty much why I terminate him. But, but uh, and it, you know, and I just... I, it's funny because Jesse, you would have thought that some of the students might have been kind of pissed, and they were actually they were okay. But I was just like, it could have been somebody that would have just absolutely rained a shitstorm down, right? Uh oh, device not connected. Wow, this has got to be this uh, this episode's tough. Anyway, so I'll pick up the story. So yeah, so we were doing training in in Orlando. And this is back when the space shuttle flew, obviously, which it no longer flies. Um, and and it was a successful launch, by the way. Um, but yeah, Jesse, uh, not Jesse, but uh, Sharif, four students, they all went out to uh, Cape Canaveral and got to watch it. A bunch of people would watch it. I mean, it's historic, guys. I get it. Um, he didn't tell me, though. That's kind of the thing. And I would have told the students, hey, look, let's take a... Uh, Excuse me one second. I'm going to, let's see, try the code again. See if it lets you in. Anyway, sorry, guys. Sorry about all these technical difficulties. Anyway, so we're doing training, and luckily the students don't lose their minds. They, I think they were kind of into into it, but we lost a half a day of training, maybe two thirds of a day. They probably trained for like two hours in the morning. Everybody split out to watch the space shuttle. And I'm just like, this isn't professional. These people have paid good money to learn how to do paintless stem repair. And we're going to take a field trip in the you know, unannounced. I mean, it wasn't even kind of planned. So it's like, I don't know. I was just as a, 
professional or want to be professional, whatever you want to call it. I was just like, uh, it just didn't, it didn't sit well with me. So luckily the students were cool with it. But when the training was done, that's when Sharif happy trails. So, uh, and he's a good guy. He really is. Um, and we're still friends. I've talked to him occasionally. He's, he actually got really good at doing dance. He acquired some fantastic skills. I think he hired a few people. Um, and he did a lot of wholesale work, a lot of dealer stuff, buy shops, similar to Jesse, um, up in the kind of the LA area of Southern California. And, but I haven't really talked to him since kind of maybe one time after that. Um, and I, I don't, I don't bear any cross. I don't hold any grudge. Uh, but, uh, it was just kind of a crazy story that, that we really could have, you know, could have been bad. You know, I mean, here we are. I trusted this guy and he was really likable guy. Very nice, very friendly, prompt. But he probably should have told me, hey, look, or asked, I'm kind of thinking about doing this. What's your thoughts on this, Brian? And of course, I think he knows, you know, it wouldn't have gone. Let's see what might need a new code. Whew. I put my phone on airplane mode. I think what's happening, I think he's getting calls and it's bumping him off. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, calls. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, it, it, uh, it's been tough. It was tough, I should say. But, um, but, yeah, he's getting phone calls and that's what's taking him off the, off the podcast, which is unfortunate. But... That's why we use laptops. <laughs> but anywho, um, all right, gonna try this again, third time for the win. Let's see here, Brian. So. <laughs> well, this, this is probably all your. Uh, I put it, I put it on uh, airplane uh, mode, but you know, <laughs> somehow. No, 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 I got you. Nah, no worries. It, it, you know, I and I didn't know this. I mean, maybe. I mean, I I don't know. Next time, maybe we'll do it in person. Next time, I'll actually bust out the laptop and we'll get that going. I just was trying to make it convenient for you or for me, did, I should say. On that note, did you ever did you ever meet Tino De La Cruz? I remember a Tino. Did he do a Dense Be Gone or something along the yeah, lines? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we had a meeting uh, when Shreef and I had opened up that shop in, uh, in Downey um, at Fix Auto. Um, he cruised by and we talked about you a little bit. He told me to learn from you and all that stuff. So yeah. 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 I got a chance to meet him. Yeah. I, I trained him. Like he was one of the early, early dudes way back, like late nineties, mid, maybe mid nineties, mid to late nineties, you know, but yeah, he's. Oh, really? So you, that was before, before I even came into play then, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I trained him. We did PDR. Did you, did were we acquainted when I had the Fullerton location? Fullerton location. Where was that? Commonwealth and Gilbert. Yes. Okay. Okay. Brad was making tools up there and a, and a big yeah. crew. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think he was right before that. I had a spot, believe it or not, before the Fullerton location, fifty-five and Dyer. I had a little tiny executive office. On technology. No, no, that was, I've had a lot. That was later. Okay. <laughs> Not this, that one. That was a good little spot. But that, that was the first place that I remember uh, coming to. And that's where I met you. 
Yeah, technology. yeah. Technology now that retail is such a, a juggernaut, that that spot right across the freeway from the, from the spectrum. You imagine? Uh, yeah, that'd be crazy. That's yeah. That's be a good little spot to have. I agree. But I digress. But um, anywho, so yeah, so no, we had a little. The first office was this cheesy little upstairs hood on a stand on carpet uh location and tina was one of the first few not the first but first 15 20 guys i think wow. that came in good guy and he came back for um uh we did a podcast here at the actual shop here in laguna hills and it was cool just chatting it up with him and and how we kind of you know i mean he's come so so far i mean he's been doing it for you know i mean as long as you maybe a year or two longer you know it was, I think it was right before you came in. So, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just crazy how time just flies. But um, so yeah, so the Sharif thing, like I said, I was. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I, I didn't get to hear the end of this story. I just heard field trip and we got cut off. Yeah, he, he took all four or five students to Cape Canaveral to watch the space shuttle. And luckily everybody didn't. I mean, I've, I've had some bad. Do, do you know Keith DePaul by chance? I remember the name. Keith DePaul is an ex-wizard, freakishly good tech. Okay. I mean, big dense. He almost stole Toyota of Orange from Tony and I just because okay. the guy would come in and absolutely a, a dense savant, Jesse. Wow. But uh, anyway, so Keith moved back to Florida, and I, I, I subbed him out like I do with you know a handful of people for training and people on the East Coast. And kind of like Sharif with taking a vacation, you know, for a day. But luckily, nobody left the class. They all came back. That was like a Wednesday. They came back for Thursday, Friday, which was – but I, I still had to sever ties with Sharif for doing that. But <laughs> but uh, Keith fell asleep during training, which okay. which wasn't good. He was training two guys, and, and he – I don't know. I think he – what he – he told me the story was he had severe back problem, back pain. And so he couldn't sleep at night. So he was on pharma to try to pain manage, right? And and apparently the, the dose may have been right. You know. right. So he knocked out on his little lawn chair as they're training, and they had a hell of a time waking him back up. So yeah. so you know, I, I, we didn't score really good marks that week. You know, right, for right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Needless to say, right? <laughs> Needless to say, I was hopeful, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but anywho, yeah, it's it's just it's just I don't know, it, you know, a lot of water under the bridge. Yeah. I mean, we we had some good times. So you you were with with the crew. You were doing training. Did you did you do any? Uh, remind me because it's been a like I said, my old man brain here. I'm trying to remember. Did you do dealers and stuff too when we, when we were all together? Um, I think I did um very minimal amount because I think the forte. Uh, was doing sales um, and training, and that I was I just became like an office jockey for you for quite a while. When we right. opened up the, the shop over uh, in Tustin, and yes. uh, you know we had that like little two story office section. Yeah, that was cool. Front. Yeah, so yep. I think that's when we got pretty deep into training. I mean, we we're doing seven to nine uh, trainees a week. And yeah, it was busy. It was that was the heyday. Yeah, it was busy. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I don't think I was really was going out doing much um, for dealers at that point in time. 
think later on I started doing a little bit for you. Um, but we were just mostly do like taking in like retails into the shop too. I remember that in the back. Yeah. Yeah. We did a fair amount of retail. Mm -hmm. Nothing cute. I mean, Tustin Avenue is busy as, as it, all it still is. I mean, I still go see Danny, uh, quite often out there. So I was just out there today. Uh, we're doing this, uh, this auction auto prep kind of company that's out there right now too. Yeah. So, yeah. So that just started probably about a month ago. And which uh -huh. is great, man, you know, and kind of charging them like we should for out there, which is awesome. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, I, I, I haven't, he d used to do a lot of paint work for me. It's been a little over a couple of years, year and a half, two years now. He, did he tell you about the house he bought? Yeah. He showed me pictures of it when he, when he first got it. So he bought a killer house. I mean, yeah, Danny's a hustler, you know, he is. but, uh, but yeah, now that that Tustin Avenue, that whole auction thing with Cade and the you know Manheim, that whole little area, I don't know. I I think I could have made we we could have made that better than we did, but not that we suffered. We did. I think we did all right. But we, I think we did but, great. But remember, we were dealing with the the um, the property management didn't like us doing automotive automotive stuff in there. Too many cars. Oh yeah. We were part. We what we happened was if you remember, we got that that account from Ray. Uh, I can't remember the name. Highbid, that's what it was. Remember Highbid? I don't. No. Ray Ray from Highbid, who's was an absolute. I think he still is baller. And so we were picking up a lot of cars. And then I had the spot across the the street there for a little while. We were actually doing detailing, and and it just got automotive's tough. You know, a lot of spaces don't want automotive. You know. Yeah. So. But yeah, live and learn. But yeah, that spot, if we would have tamed it down a little bit and just gone to straight retail, all that traffic, you know, going to and from the auction, a little bit of wholesale, right? I mean, it, right. it probably could have been, you know, 40, 50, 60 grand a month, probably. Yeah. 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 Uh, it probably have you thought about doing so a shop now. or now? What's that? Have you thought about doing a shop at all? or? Like I said, we, we gave it a shot a couple of times, but, you know, there's nothing as freeing as just paying for your car and your gas, Brian, and just being out there in the hotel. No, I know. <laughs> Not dealing with all the bills, man, you know? Yeah, oh, I get and, it. you know, you got guys under you, and then you got workman's comp, and you got all these other things happening along the lines. And, you know, like I said, we gave it a shot for a while. We did it, and yeah. we just learned that it, it's just a lot more rewarding to us to just kind of be free birds. Yeah, no, I get yeah. it. Yeah. I get it. And you can shut the, you know, take a vacation like you do, you know, Tulum or whatever the heck you were at that last time. It looked amazing. Yeah. Um, those photos. I don't know which ones you're in reference to, but we, uh, we've been, we've been going and we're actually taking off to the Philippines in, uh, in March to get married, Brian. Good for you. Yeah. So finally that's happening too. So, you're getting you know. married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 35 so. year old Jesse's getting married. Uh, yeah i wish <laughs> now nah, it's good congrats yeah yeah, yeah thank congrats. you man. Yeah. yeah thank you wow but, philippines good for you are you gonna go do that uh what's that picturesque area of the philippines that has those crazy the videos where it's that that turquoise water and the peaky is yeah that where you're going? i think that's el nido and um we're probably we're, we're contemplating where i think after after philippines we're going to skip over to thailand and go do that over there you know try uh phuket and, and uh pp island and all that other fun stuff yes. out there yeah yeah, but, yeah. Um, 
but uh, I think I think we're just gonna really just do uh, Boracay for the wedding and then shoot over to to Thailand after that. So it, it should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It'd yeah. be a lot of nice um, pictures, nicer pictures. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, the picture, like I said, it was it was somewhere in Mexico. I think you posted up, right? It's possible. Oh yeah. But we've been out to the Philippines before too. We've been out in the Croatia area too. So that was kind of fun too. Yeah. yeah. Switzerland. That'd be hard to do if you had a shop. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's why, that's why I'm saying, you know, it, it's just tough. But yeah. hence why I want to be able to find maybe a couple of guys to come help run shop while I'm gone. You know, at least take right, care of my right. customers while I'm out. Well, as soon as this ends, I'm going to text you my, my guy's contact info. Reach out. I'm awesome. your reference. And then and then explain to him. But uh, no, he's 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 savvy. Um, sure. the, the Philippines, will you be anywhere near Manila or no? We have to fly into Manila. Manila's the hub out there. So okay, yeah. you basically fly into Manila and then you fly everywhere else from there. In oh, okay. So you're not hanging in Manila? Uh, no. no. Okay. We, 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 we did a little bit of a taste of it and it's pretty rough out there. It's just super condensed. Yes. And, and I mean, you have bikes on bikes and buses on buses and mm -hmm. it's just crazy out there. So we're like, we could skip this part, right? <laughs> right. I, I, the reason I was asking, I have a former student from about only two, three years ago. Um, he's Filipino. But he lived in Jersey, and his family's all from Manila. I don't know what area. I mean, Manila's massive, apparently. But but uh, the brother opened up, a, had a dealership, opened up a, a dent shop and a body shop. And now he's like one of the renowned, only after two years, uh, dent guys in Manila doing paint. That's awesome. Good for Which him. Is sick. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I, we get a taste, John's his name, but... Uh, it, it, I, I've always wanted to go to the Philippines. I, I want to check out that area, that, that beachy area. And then, of course, Thailand. I've talked to so many people that say that's like one of the best destinations. Yeah. You're gonna have yeah, I, I, I'm excited about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when we went to Philippines last time, I mean, it's absolute paradise. Um, but I have a feeling that I'm going to resonate a little bit more with Thailand because, you know, me, I like, I want to go visit all the temples and yeah. just just get into my Zen zone, you know? <laughs> so, oh, for sure. Yeah. No, it, 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 and they got a car culture. There's so many different things. I, I would definitely like to check out Thailand for, for yeah. sure. That's bucket list stuff right there. There you go. No doubt about it. Um, any advice? I don't want to keep you on much longer. I know it's getting late. Any advice for uh, new techs? We get a lot of guys that come in and they're thinking about learning PDR or maybe a new, you know, you got decades under your belt, Jesse. What would you say would be good advice for people that are trying to make it or thinking about getting into the business? Well, I mean, thinking about getting into the business, I, I have to say first and foremost to anybody who's out there, I mean, you got, this is not something that's easy. It's not easy to pick up, you know, but if you really want it and you really set forth to do it, and I've seen guys just really just put their head down and really make it, and and be very successful at it um but you also just got to be innovative and just kind of maneuver through the different ways on how to make money especially when you're starting to learn i mean i think i used to tell all the trainees when they were um uh underneath me i would just tell them you know find ways and i was driving through southgate today to go take care of a customer um and i was looking at all those mom and pop dealerships and i remember i used to start off 
working at some of these places right here. Right. And it was basically paid training. And that's what I would tell all my customers. Go get a mom and pop shop. Keep learning your craft. Try to get a little bit of money paying at it. And eventually, uh, you're going to make it to where just daily you're going to get better and better and make more and more money. And you really got to just stick it out in order to really be successful at it because it's not easy out there guys <laughs> it's not no. it's super hard to learn you're learning an art that's right that's all Absolutely. it really is yeah. yeah so you know anybody out there thinking about it uh i'd say think about it long and hard first and foremost and right. if it's something for you that you really really want to do then just stick with it all the way yep commit or don't commit at all yeah correct i like it yeah. That's good. One last question, and I'll let you get to your dinner or whatever you got going yes, on, sir. Jess. Yes, Appreciate sir. the time. Uh, I call him the Chupacabra, um, Alex Yontop. Uh, we miss that guy. <laughs> I, I miss him. He's a, he's a good soul. He's a good spirit. Have you talked to him? In the, in I have not. Time? You know, and you brought him up to me the other day uh, when I sent you the picture of my, my dead tool. Um, yeah. I'm gonna have to reach out to him. So I'd like to I'd like to see if I can if I can locate him. I mean, last I heard I think he had moved um like Central Cali. And... He was on Bakersfield. He was actually right. running a Ford store. Not really? running I mean, the service. He was a service manager. Okay. Don't All know right. how, but and it, it, he was such a kick-ass tech too, man. Well, he was a. That's a. I mean, if there's a piece of wood I could beat my head on, and. I mean, you were good tech too, Jesse. And, and I'm, like I said, I can only imagine how phenomenal you are now. You talk about glassing, I'm sure. Alex was just a natural. Yes. And and I we threw a tool in his hand. And I'll never forget, within a week, I think I had him over Theodore Robbins Ford working alongside of me. Wow. And I'm just like, you know, I was jealous. I'm like, you, you know, you haven't earned the right, you know, kind of thing, right? You got to kiss <laughs> right. the ring and blah, blah, blah. But – but he was, he was one, if, if not the best, one of the best, like top 2%. The most and it just, and if I'm going to do this as tactfully as I can, you can corroborate or deny, but Alex wasn't really athletic in stature. And that's what was running through my mind as well. Yeah. He was, yeah. He, he was like plus plus. Right. So for somebody of somebody who's not really like, an athlete or a musician or an artist per se to just have that genetic, that, that DNA for PDR and know how to sculpt and find his tool right out of the gate. It's just like, I, don't get me wrong. It was awesome. And it made me feel like, Oh, I'm such a great trainer, but it wasn't that at all. It was just that he just, he had it. It's a natural. Yeah. 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 yeah it was. And, but yeah, you should, I, I talked to him maybe a year and a half, two years ago. And I think he, I don't know if he's a service manager. I think he's he may not even be at that dealership anymore, but but he's up in Bakersfield still. I think he's married. Yeah. And he uh I asked him for a referral because of the shop that was that I don't know if it was with you or on his own. He had in like um right right off of Bullet by Boulevard GMC, that area over there. Okay. Um, in Long Beach. Long Beach. Long Beach. Mm -hmm. And he had a shop over there for a little while with a couple dudes. And I needed a PPF guy, an installer. So I hit up Alex and he, he knew some guys and he threw some names and one guy actually trained one of our students. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. But Alex is a good, he's a good soul, good heart. Most definitely. Um, yeah. Is he just, I mean, 
like you said earlier, I asked you about PDR. He wasn't fully committed ultimately, you know, and that's fine. It's not for everybody. Yeah. And and I think all all what really boiled down with Alex was it was a health issue at a certain point. I think he really did love it, but you know, it was hard for him to sit there and do some of the things that we have to do just to get into position to do PDR. Right. You know, so, yeah. uh, and he's, that's he's a big you know, guy. something to know for, for people who also, you know, want to pick this up, but don't get me wrong. I just had a guy that I used to go push hail with. He retired doing hail. And I think he was, you know, probably 70 by the time he retired. And that guy was, was he was one of the trainees from um from superior believe it or not these guys no kidding. yeah these guys made a killing out there that, and he got to retire doing it and he did it all the way through up until he just retired and, and stopped and made a killing i'm talking about he's good for the rest of his life yeah no, I, I hear <laughs> yeah. you yeah i mean I, you know jesse i mean we love cali we're cali born and bred but right if we were about the dollar you know where to go exactly yeah we're not we're not yeah. in cali yeah midwest a, would, would be would be where i would hightail to yeah right <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no i mean ten thousand dollar days are not a big deal you know yeah, exactly uh well dude thank you very much hey right, thank you um, I'm, as soon as we get off the call i'll text you jake's info um awesome. yeah let me know if you got any questions or whatever congrats on the wedding when, when when's the date uh, we get married in uh, March 30th. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So it's coming oh, up. Yeah. Yeah. We're, oh, we're in French time right now. So yeah, you are. see a little bit more gray right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I understood. Yeah. understood. Well, congrats, man. Like awesome, I said, both the photos. I, I love to live vicarious through you on Facebook. Those photos were your vacations. I mean, I, I love it. I love it. Uh, thank you, brother. Appreciate it, man. One time we, we should get you out, man. Hit those bucket lists. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And I, I, I need to get up in your area, have a tea, have a beer. I don't know what, whatever is your, uh, your poison or whatever. But now we got, we got to hook up. Yeah, we, we like I mean, beer around here, so beer sounds great to me. Love it. <laughs> All right, good. All right, Brian. Thank you, Mister. Right, Appreciate Jesse. you. Take care. All right, man. All great right. chat Bye-bye. with you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> well, guys, that was Jesse Shavarin, and. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. He, we could have talked for a lot longer. We didn't talk much about Hale, about the the storms he's done. Um, hopefully, his, his personality kind of shined through on the on the video. And I apologize for anybody that's that. I need to send out gifts for anybody that's that's stuck through the end here, because technical difficulties, man. What's the lesson? The lesson is if you're going to do a podcast, they shouldn't be on their phone because. Or I should, I mean, I'm on a laptop. That's how I didn't get dropped. But anytime a phone call comes through on this particular platform, you get booted. So lesson learned. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy that. Uh, Jesse, former uh, uh, trainer, former tech, salesperson, the whole nine um, years ago. Yeah, a couple decades back. I've been doing this stuff a long time, guys. 31 years. So old man Brian. So there it is. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you. If you stuck with it, there is going to be a small gift in. Wow, I almost got disconnected there. There will be a uh, small gift in your uh, inbox. Uh, Maybe. So anyway, thank you so much. We'll catch you on the next SAI.
PDR, Service Marketing Podcast. Bye-bye for now.